bougie show, the bougie show. Tell them it's the bougie show, the bougie show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn up, turn up. We're going live in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Boosie Show. I am Zay the DJ. And this lady in front of me is a four foot nine freak in the sheets with a petite four and a half feet. Ladies and gentlemen, Freya Von Doom is in a building. <laughs> What's up, sluts? It's been a Shout out to Team Skeet. You're repping that Team Skeet hat on right now. Shout out to Team Skeet for providing us with a little bit of merch, you know. Mm. Freya Von Doom is in the building, and we are here live and direct in South Florida, Miami. First of all, we want to applaud you for catching a flight from Orlando Mm -hmm. to South Florida um, Mm -hmm. just to come do the interview. Again, that just deserves another applaud. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes, um, so how did Freya Von Doom get involved with the adult film industry? So, um, 2012, 2013, I started dating a playmate. Mm. She's since been retired, mm-hmm. so you she's living her best She, she, yeah. okay, gotcha. I'm, right. I'm a full-blown lesbian, oh, yeah, no, I but I do both yeah. on screen because fuck it. I mean, it's just a fucking slab of meat, mm-hmm. whatever. Get it. So, yeah. Um, and then she showed me the industry, and I was kind of in love. And then um, when we broke up a few years after that, I was like sitting on a set because I also work in mainstream too. Uh-huh. So I was sitting on set fully clothed as like a PA and everyone was treating me so differently. And I was like, I could be, I seen girls be butt ass naked on set and they get mm. treated so well. Mm. Why the fuck am I in a full suit and I'm being mistreated here on mm. a fucking commercial set because I was working on a commercial okay. at that time. And so I said, fuck it. So I wrote um, my ex at that time and I was like, what the fuck should I do? Because I kind of, I've always been hypersexual, very okay. freaky little bitch. So <laughs> I was just like, fuck it, like, let's do it. And so she kind of got me in, and my first scenes were with Reality Kings, Bang Bros, and I kind of took off from there. And yet again, I'm really sexual. I feel more comfortable butt ass naked, just than any, being than super anything slutty. else. Yeah. And how, what year was this? That when? was uh, when I first started porn, 2015, 2016 time. Wow. Yeah. So you consider yourself a vet? Yeah, I would. Right I, 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 mm-hmm. and, and I don't, I don't know if you mind. Can I tell them about our conversation a little bit yeah. this morning? Okay. When you said uh, I was bringing it to uh, the person who opened the doors as we came in, and they were, and I was telling them how how serious it is, like how some of you performers move. Like you said, can you respond from the Twitter account so that I know mm-hmm. this legit? It, is it that serious? Like you got to move like that? You oh, have to yeah. make sure. Yeah, I double check with literally mm. everything. Like I know Michelle, I love Michelle from right. Team Skeet, but I haven't have really CYA. texted you personally. Yeah, yes. So I was like, okay, like I got. Yes this number from her but i still wanted to double triple fucking Mm -hmm. check that okay this is the right location this is the right person text me because who knows maybe i put her in the wrong fucking number and it was sent out or maybe she sent me the wrong fucking number and correct you know and some guy was like oh for everyone let me google that bitch oh yeah bitch pull through come through i got you you know it's time to stop the fuckery (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you were like uh is it gonna be at the adult because there's an adult film yeah. store in mm-hmm. this plaza and you so that means you zoomed in google yeah. the location and seen mm-hmm. everything in the plaza oh i'm yeah, thorough you don't mess around. i'm four <laughs> foot fucking nine <laughs> i gotta be you safe gotta, yeah you gotta cover your yeah. ass i feel mm-hmm. you Von Doe joining us on the booze show so um you know some of the we'll go to the generic questions as mm-hmm. far as 
um, you know, you, you explained how you got involved in the adult entertainment mm-hmm. industry. Now, what did your friends and family have to say about it when, you, um, when, when the transition occurred? My friends, they all, they all kind of knew because I always, like, I prior to porn, I always threw massive orgies. Mm. I always threw massive, like, sex parties. Like, I, when I'm saying, like, I was hypersexual, okay. like, I love sex. So, yeah. like, growing up, like, when I graduated high school, I was, like, the girl at college that literally threw all the parties. Uh-huh. And all of them would end up in fucking sex kind of thing so none of my friends were really surprised at all and um and my parents well my grandparents because i was raised by your grandparents okay um when they found out my grandfather was like because they're very french i'm french and cuban so my friends they're like the like what are you doing and i was just (laughs) like oh what do you mean they talked to me about it and then my grandmother was like as long as you are happy you're being safe are you only working with like major companies like she just had like the very because they're very sexually fluid too like growing up with them they always went did like swingers things and you know they always were very open with sex with me that was never like taboo or anything bad it was very direct like love yourself for what you are and she was just like as long as you're happy as long as you're being safe as long as like you're keeping your fucking location on and you're keeping everyone updated and you're only working with other people that are known for it being good people in the industry, then I'm fine. And at that point, I was only working with the major companies. And I'm very blessed to actually start off working with the major companies because most people don't start off that way. And so it was very safe for them to like, they literally looked up the companies I was with and they're like, oh, those are the top companies in the world. So how did they find out? So my grandparents, yet again, they're very sexual people. Uh Um, (laughs) (laughs) My grandfather ran across one of my porns. And it was. Oh, wait, uh, so your granddaddy was pulling up. Yeah, he ran so your across granddaddy one. Still getting it in. He was just. Yeah, no, they have. <laughs> they have loud sex. Like, how old are crazy. your grandparents? They're like late seventies now. I think my grandmother is like eighty-two, but my grandfather is like 76, 75. You think he's still watching adult films? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Anytime that I talk to them, they're always just like, "Oh, have you met this artist? Have no. you met this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "What site should I not be seeing you on?" And I'm like, "Just." If you see something of me, just like it and leave right. it. Like, because I like for all the likes, all the comments, and all that is what gets you more work and more publicity and uh-huh. everything. So I was like, if you see something, just like it and pass it on. Like, just leave it alone. And they're like, okay, so, Seva. Wow. They're very open. Like, I, I was very blessed to have a very open family in that sense. Do your friends ask you about the industry? Like, ups, downs? Do they ask you about oh, yeah. all that? Yeah. Yeah, they ask Often? me. Uh, no, not oh, often, because I'm very open, so anytime that I do go home and I talk to them, I'm, I just vent to them and I tell them all my stuff, and then anytime that I have, like, a porn scene, that I'm like, I don't know how it turned out. So, like, I'll have them sit down, we'll have a fucking viewing party of it, uh-huh. and I'm like, what can I do better, <laughs> kind of thing, and so that's how I actually, like, I got that twisty move with my hips when I'm riding okay. the dick up and down, because okay. one of my friends was like, I saw you do that for a second, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm fitting it in, and he was like, do that for longer than just a second, and ever since I did that, like now everyone is starting to like pick up on that. And they're like, "Oh my God, the tornado!" Okay, so, so yeah. you 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 hop on top of the penis, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you turn mm-hmm. around. I do like this little spinny thing with my hips. Okay. Oh, just so okay. I can got you, fit got it you, got in you, me. Because fucking tiny. And most of the dicks that I work with are my fucking size. Because they set me up with <laughs> BBC kings. Like I've worked with all of them. Oh, we got to. We're, we're gonna Dread, get into that. No, 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 no. We gotta yeah. get. We gotta go there. <laughs> so I'm like, how awesome is is a little bitch supposed to fit it up in these guts? Just swirl it through. So you're like yeah. the white mini the stallion. Then. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Because yeah. you guys are both like the same mm-hmm. size, and is it true that the smaller ones can take the? Yeah, it is. It's really surprising because uh, a lot of the really, really bigger girls 
when I hang out with them, they can't take massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, six yeah. inches to them, right. and they're kind of like running away. Right, right, right. And then for me, I'm like six inches, and I'm like, when are we going? Like, what's happening? <laughs> have, you, like, have you seen it in your stomach? Yeah, like literally, <laughs> if you see me get fucked by Brigzilla, I look down, and my stomach like protrudes a little. And I'm just like, yeah, there we go. Tickle my belly button from the inside. Let's go. But you you like you you enjoy women and and, and mm-hmm. there's so many I, I don't, we're jumping so far ahead. It's okay. <laughs> Jump around, baby. Um, is everyone still your friend? I saw in an interview from back in the day where you said everybody's your friend. Do you oh, still yeah. have that mentality? Yeah, I do. Mm. Mm. Everyone's my friend until you prove me that you're a fucking asshole, right. and then I'm gonna tell you you're a fucking asshole, right. and this is why you're an asshole, and we're gonna have a conversation about it. And mm. if you're just one of those people that you're just not gonna fucking change, and I'm like. I appreciate you for the person that you are, but unfortunately, mm. we can't really hang out. But you're still an acquaintance <laughs> now, but that's it. I have no hate for anyone. I only have love for people. This world is hard to fuck enough. Why Why make it harder? Mm-hmm. You know? Did you inform any of your peers that you were coming on? Oh, yeah. I told, who, who, uh, you tell? I told everyone that was on set with me last week because when uh, Team Skate wrote me to come uh-huh. on, I was on set and I was, I was the director for the whole production of that. Oh, okay. And I was on set and I was like, oh. I guess uh, I gotta. I'm gonna go do this podcast, and the bandmates and everyone were just like, "Oh shit, that's so cool!" So oh, shout you, out. You told them the name yeah. of the po- okay. Yeah, gotcha, I was like, gotcha. "Oh, so shout out to the Astro Project." Okay. I hope you guys <laughs> sling all the dicks and get all the pussy while you're on tour. <laughs> we can applaud that, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Um, you know, you were just talking about encountering, uh, dealing with the larger penises mm-hmm. in the industry. Who was the? What was the first time you've come across that? My first scenes, like they kind of just started me off with big. So you hadn't experienced it in your personal life prior to adult films? Well, the first time I ever had sex with some, well, I first ever had sex with girls. And then I had sex with a guy my senior year of high school because he was my best friend. And I was just like, you know what? I might be bi. Like, don't knock it till you fucking try. Like, I've never been attracted to guys. Uh But I was just like, I trust this guy enough that I'm like, he was my best friend. He's still like a good friend of mine. So I was like, you know what? Just let me use your dick. Let me see if I like it. Uh Because all the girls, he slept around a lot and all the girls loved him. So I was like, bro, let me, let me ride that shit. Let me see if I like it too. Because, you know, you're in high school. You're questioning that shit. And when he took it out, it was fucking... A horse leg, like I was. <laughs> I shit, you not. He's oh, oh he's the no size idea. of dread. Like he's. Had, oh wow, you had no yeah. idea at the time. No, I didn't know what dick sizes were or anything like that. And you lost your virginity to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So and, that wasn't enjoyable then. Um, well, not really, but it was really funny because he was trying to ease it in. Yet again, he's like a really good friend of mine. He's already. He was just like. D, like chill like yeah, you know yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go easy and i grabbed his ass and i was like no fucking do it and i just oh. shoved it in there and he was just like his face was like oh my god and i was like ow balls deep <laughs> yeah and then i just like i made him keep <laughs> fucking me and i was like no we're gonna ride this, this shit <laughs> i'm not a quitter bro how long did like, it last clearly <laughs> yeah no it oh. lasted for a little while like literally like maybe 10 minutes or so did you have sex with him again after that after that, me and him were tag team girls, and oh, he actually, wow. like, because he had a lot of experience with, like, girls, uh-huh. and I've slept with girls right. prior to and everything, so we kind of, like, tag team girls together, and he would fuck them, and then I'd eat them, and things like that, and I'd sit but on But you weren't taking no more penetration from him nah, after that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for me. He was just like, bro, you're gay as fuck. Why do you even want to try right, this? Right, and I was right. like, I, like, I don't want to knock it until I try. Like, right. I don't know. Maybe your dick wanted me to be bi but it didn't work out that way and here i fucking am i'm still i'm the one usually sling dick now so so who was your first in the industry my first in the industry was um what is his fucking name 
he is, I think he is blacklisted now. Actually, oh, wow. Because it was for Punished Teens and all of those sites. Those really hardcore sites that they used to have that they don't have okay. anymore. And I'm trying to remember his name. I know it starts with a B. Oh, Bruno. Oh, that's a light-skinned dude. Uh, Latino. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 Bruno, yeah. yeah no, he is. I yeah. heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's still blackballed. Uh, I think so, because um, he doesn't work with any major companies. I've was, asked Was it something? I think a performer told me, and I won't say that performer's name, mm-hmm. but they said that, I don't know if he had a situation where, like, almost pushing somebody over a, a balcony or something like that. He's had quite a few situations. <laughs> okay. um, this man was a little violent. Okay. So, in okay. his personal life, on and off camera. Oh, okay. So, it was one of those where you're like, oh, mm. God, okay. Mm. And then mm. Jay Rodeo, or whatever. I, I know he's not in the industry anymore. I think he got arrested, but... He was the other one that I used to do scenes with. But when I first started, I only did hardcore scenes with massive Latino dicks because that's all that they set me up with. Oh, that's all they booked you for. Yeah. And I was just like, cool. So that's all I really knew. So moving from that to shooting out in California with guys that are like normal size. Right, right, right. It was like a major shock to me to see because I don't look at penis in my free time. Right, right, right. You know? So like, I was like what the hell is this? Uh-huh. You know, like, all right, well, how, how am I supposed to do, like, my moves and everything? But I worked it out. It so, fine. so, wow, that was a lot. That was a lot, <laughs> to, a lot. To, to, to digest and process. Um, I'm a little girl, but so I So did you, did you learn, did you tend, did it become comfortable to you when you actually started enjoying the uh, um, penetration part of it with men? I enjoy it when I'm able to be aggressive back. Because for me, I got, like, when I snap into my character, I always talk about the script. And if there's no script, then I go over the scene. And then I ask them, what do you need me to be? And then, like, I'll literally, I'll look up, like, girl porn in the bathroom and I'll masturbate to get myself really Uh wet and going. uh And I'll, like, finger fuck myself and loosen it up a little. And then I go out there and I look at the guy and I'm like, I'm close to climb. Like, at that point, I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, I'm ready to fuck something. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so, like, half the time when I'm riding them, I'm just like, I get turned on by, like, the looks that they get. And I, like, slap them. I'm like, look me dead in the fucking eyes while I fuck you kind of thing. So, hardcore <laughs> shit. Like, that's the only way that I can get turned on is if I'm being aggressive back with them. Then my pussy wakes up a little and I'm like, yeah, bitch. But in my mind, I'm, like, slaying that dick. You you stated that yeah. and um that the only guys that you deal with are the submissive or slaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess you pretty much just explained why. Yeah. You like to be in control. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get the your rocks off at. Yeah. And are you still taking girls home from the lesbian clubs? Are you still um, participating in that? I try to be careful just because of my mm. work and I don't want STDs. But I do still throw like sometimes parties and stuff like that but I won't participate like I'll just watch and maybe I'll touch some ass maybe I'll like spit on a pussy or so and tell them to fuck them harder (laughs) you know stuff like that but I try not to participate and if somebody really really wants to like get kissed by me or fuck me or whatever then I just make them go and get 24 hour tested over at TTS or clear or something and then after they get tested and I make sure that it's clear then I wait a week and then I make them retest again because you know chlamydia and all that takes a week to like actually go in your system so what if they fucked a person right, right, right. right before getting tested and they cleared but you know so I do the extra safety precaution of course I pay for that too so. are you are you throwing the the um the parties you like? Would you rent like an uh, Airbnb or something? How's how's that work? So my, my, I have a red room in my house. Oh, oh, yeah. so it's very intimate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's the most people you've had in the in the in that room at one time? I can't even count. I know the most people I've ever had in that room was literally 
stuff that room to nearly like we couldn't move like it was mm. too much and i had to start kicking people mm. out and then they went and they fucked in my backyard and i was like that's awesome because i have a gated backyard outside yeah butt ass naked yeah it's fine though <laughs> it's okay i mean we're the neighbor is gonna do come <laughs> over i don't fucking care it's not my pussy getting slayed <sighs> free of undoom joining us on the boozy show we are here in south florida um you also stated that you pet guys, which mm-hmm. led to my next question. This is something that I ask a lot of performers. Mm-hmm. If a guy asks you to pug, uh, to peg his butt butthole, mm-hmm. does that mean that they have sugar in their tank, a.k.a. fruity? <laughs> so usually when it comes to pegging, I will only peg my slaves or submissives that have gained that level from me. Like you have to earn that. Ah. Like you have to or in that kind What's of What's so special climax. about your pegging? Are you pegging them just with your hand or are you putting a strap on? And you're I actually... like to put the strap on. on oh, so you're putting it work. I like to make <laughs> them feel like a little bitch. <laughs> I'm very aggressive, so I like to make them feel like a little bitch. I make them put on a fucking tutu, call me mommy, things like that, and degrade them. And then whenever I feel like fucking them, and I'm like, bend the fuck over. Let me get that. And you put the whole penis in their butthole. Yeah. So, so can you? Mm-hmm. I, I need you to answer the question. Do you consider them to be bisexual? Do you consider them to... Um, most of them are straight, but they like to get anally played. And I have one submissive that's bisexual, Uh very cool guy. And I have one submissive, um, that actually my slave, he's straight, but he only likes to get pegged by me. And he thinks it's really hot to get pegged by me when he really, really earns it. Like he has to earn it to him. He's just like, you know what? Like. Do it like I want you to do anything to me, kind of thing. So for him, it's like that satisfaction of me just doing what I want and being happy because he gets off by me being happy. What size is the dildo that you're sticking in there? What's the average size of the of the dildo that you're? It depends how mad they need me. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) because I've gone up to twelve and a half inches. That you put in a man's butt balls, and you're telling me this is straight men? Yeah, balls fucking deep. Do you really believe they're straight men? I don't fucking okay. care, to I be just, honest. I'm just like, 12 inches yeah. of dildo. You can of, say of you're dildo. straight, and I'm like, hey, pff, I, you don't whatever. Care. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, I get it. I get but it. to me, I question it sometimes because I don't got no titties. So I look like a little teenage boy when I strap that shit on covering up my little hoo-ha. So I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck? So I don't know. But I don't know. I call them whatever it is. I'm like, what do you want to be? And wh- how's the reaction when you're doing that to them? Um, I like it when they cry. They cry? I make them cry. Okay. Cry it, it turns in a joyful on. way or in pain? I like joyful way. Okay. If it's like too much pain, I pull back a little. Like I'm very mindful of them and their bodies. It is time to stop the <laughs> So, um, yeah, but I like it when they cry. And the only way that I like it when they cry in pain is if they really, really fuck up. And then I just throat fuck them until they're literally bleeding out their mouth. Okay, throat fuck. Then they're crying. Wait, they're, when, okay, explain the, yeah. the throat part to me. Uh, like make I, them get on their knees. And then they're doing what to you? And I have this little belt that I wrap around their fucking head so they can't pull away from me. Okay. And I pull it into my dick and I what? tell them, relax their fucking throat. And <laughs> okay. I fit it in there until it's all the way in there. And then I just throat fuck and them. And these are men? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. We got our answers yeah. on that one. Um, <laughs> why are why are so why are male performers easier to work with than women? So for me, male performers are easier to work with because usually with girls, no shade to any girls watching this. Uh-huh. I love all of you. I hope to fuck all of you uh-huh. someday, some way, mm-hmm. somehow. Uh-huh. But 
the girls, they take too fucking long. And then also, they want to stop so many times. They want to look at themselves so many times. If we're taking photos and stuff, they want to look at the photo. Or, like, they need to go to the bathroom. Right. Or they have something going on. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, what the hell? And then even when I do scenes, like, the, they get distracted by the dick or something like that during sex. And I'm like, know your fucking line. Like, know these fucking cues. And a lot of them are just like, oh, my God. And I'm like... And that's where I get aggressive with them, too. I can't play a subby world or save my fucking life. You sound like you have a director side to you. I do. That's why I direct a lot, too. Mm. Yeah. Did you develop that as you were becoming an, an adult performer? Yeah, because okay. I started off um, in the production side as a mainstream. But when uh -huh. I came to porn, I started off in the talent side. And then I found that I usually ended up guiding everyone in sex. Like, I will move somebody's fucking body to get, like, the lighting and to get the camera angle. Like, I know the angles. I know the uh -huh. lighting. I know. Like, but it's something that you kind of, like, you train yourself to learn. Correct. So when you walk on set, you're like a fucking robot. Like, you know what's happening. Like, I'll grab a bitch and I'll angle it that way. Or I'll grab a bad guy and grab his ball so I can aim it this way. So it's like, you see that pool-ass <laughs> fucking, you know? What I mean, so. Have you, uh, I want to touch on this real quick. <laughs> have you ever had uh, uh, a slave ask for uh, somebody who wanted to be dominated for you to step on their testicles? Because I've had. Oh, a, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's oh, a yeah. common thing? Oh, yeah. That's very common. So it's the pain that they enjoy. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of these. That's uh, really painful. I have to clarify. A lot of these slaves and submissives that I have, I don't know about everyone else. Uh -huh. But for me personally, the ones that I have are really, really wealthy Wealthy motherfuckers. And they're used to being at the top of the fucking food so. chain. Mm -hmm. And so they like, they want to be broken down. And I asked them, I'm just like, what, what do you get from this? Like, what, what really gets you excited about this? And they're like, listen, in my day to day, nobody tells me fucking no. And then when I'm with you, like I'm following orders. Like for them, it's like a release. It's like a meditation state that they're able to go in. And they're just like, I feel like a human. Like I, I feel something like you're breaking me down and it's something. And then they go back to their normal life in the corporate offices or whatever that they're fucking doing. And like everyone's like praising them and doing whatever that they fucking say. So for them, it's like that release of power, you know? Freya Von Doom joining us on the Boozy Show. Um, it reminds me of the show Billions. I don't know if you recall yeah. when he's was well, a Showtime session. Mm -hmm. Max, fact, Lisa Ann did a, a appearance on there uh, oh, yeah. a, a couple years ago, but it was a big time show on. Mm -hmm. on. And the Attorney General, mm -hmm. that was his secret. Oh, yeah? He liked to be dominated, and mm -hmm. it, you know. But I guess it's a oh, real thing. It's yeah. a real thing, huh? No, Do you is. charge them, or you just get the content and then you use it, and that's how you? Um, how does that work? With my slaves and submissives, like literally, you have to be with me like uh -huh. one of my slave submissives and you have to earn that so like i work my way up to doing whatever i want to do with your body and everything so with them they have to earn that position from mm. me so i just mm. don't do it with just anyone i do it with the people that literally serve me and they serve me for years and years longevity i i i don't and pull up uh performers mm -hmm. films yeah prior to interviewing them so the oh, only okay. stuff that i've mm -hmm. seen from you is through your twitter mm -hmm. and um i want to talk to you about this because i have never seen this before mm -hmm. uh, i've seen this before june 12th you tweeted a video with the caption quote woke up from a nap with my p-u-s-s-y throbbing who's trying to fuck it yeah uh it was actually throbbing how mm -hmm. does that happen I woke up from a fucking wet dream. My pussy had a pulse to it, and I was like, "I need a bitch to put her face in here right now." Uh, so, how did you record? Like, how, I mean, women, you guys are savvy yeah. with the phones, mm -hmm. but it's just the angle. Like, I would have thought that you had a cinematographer like there recording. I it. literally had it. my phone next to me. I wrote it out because I was so wet, and I literally just went. 
With my phone. But how did you? It was drop. If you, I'm sure you guys are gonna. Yeah. Is, is that your pin? No, that's not your pin tweet. But yeah, no, it I should. I literally <laughs> just used my phone and I just went really fast. Yeah, but how did you make it throw? Is that something you did like a oh, muscle? You muscle, work? yeah. Ah. I work my muscles. Mm, how yeah. long did it take you to perfect that crap? Um, I do Kegel exercises every day, which Ke- I rec- Kegel. Yeah, Kegel. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Um, Can you it's elaborate? like pussy exercises. Oh, okay. To make your okay. like vagina strengthen because right, we get we have a lot of sex. So like you, mm. your walls loosen. So you have to strengthen and everything. It. Yeah, you got to strengthen. It's a muscle. Mm. And a lot of girls. So almost don't like a grip ball it. when you want to make your yeah, wrist stronger. That's you why to... I got that gorilla grip. Like I can make my pussy go to the beat of fucking music on your dick. Wait, that's why gorilla I guys grip stay is hard. the glue. You're not talking about the glue. What's the gorilla grip? Okay, like when the pussy is strong enough that holds your fucking Oh, you got the gorilla. Yeah, I'm like you're not gonna run from me, boy. Like you're about to pull. Nah, fuck no. <laughs> My pussy is hungry. I'm nom 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 nom. <laughs> You're not running from this cunt, so I'll hold it in there. Yeah, no, it was yeah, a, it I got was strong a cr- muscle. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, when no, I, hey, hey. yeah, I always throw girls in the industry. Like, um, even when you work out, but um, there's these little pussy weights that you can put in your vagina. Uh-huh. And so when I'm doing squats, I have the weights in my vagina. And it's so that's how, go ahead. that's how I strengthen it, the, my walls and everything, because I grip when I go down, I grip mm. when I go up, so it stays inside of me. And if it falls out, I'm like, fuck, I just fucked freaking Brickzilla. Of course, it's going to fall out. Fall. So <laughs> now I need a whole two days of working hard down there <laughs> to get it back to normal. You brought up Brickzilla because a lot of times they'd be like, oh, the host is so obsessed with Brickzilla and mm-hmm. Dredge. But no, the reason for you guys out there that are a little slow mm-hmm. don't understand entertainment, when I bring up their names, it's the raw reaction that I get from the yeah. guests is what and that's good mm-hmm. clickbait you know what i'm yeah. saying so that's the reason why it's not that i'm obsessed i do matter of fact i can't follow mm-hmm. brickzilla on twitter because it, you're constantly seeing his penis so it don't yeah. don't understand yeah. that it's yeah. entertainment so yeah. um it's that wow factor it's yes, like holy exactly. shit how exactly. the fuck like when i first saw it i was like all right well this is your whole body like what because he's a short guy but it yeah, literally yeah, is like his been whole off. fucking body i'm yeah. like bro where do you hide this first of all because it's hard like that majority of the time too I'm what like, does he say to you because he's quite the character what do you what does he say to you he's very quiet but me and him when we do hang out like we usually just like vibe and then we do our scenes you and smoke yeah i smoke uh, you smoke with the performer before you guys perform no after oh okay after okay, okay. if they want to smoke then i'm like hey i, I usually bring a joint on set because i'm like hey let's relax after. do you notice that they perform differently being um high or opposed to yeah. sober? Mm-hmm. is that a good or a bad thing um for me it's a bad thing because what, i lazy like lazy dick yeah oh. like i like that professional laugh. Oh, okay like, gotcha, professional gotcha. totally moment. understand and like i hate when i tell a person like know your lines and when they're fucking in their stone they're like wait and i'm like bitch i told you your line wait times. know your line so yeah. you have to the lines are implemented during the penetration? Some of them, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some of the um, scenes, they require you to know specific lines to say, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Another tweet, June 9th, mm-hmm. you tweeted, uh, quote, if my P-U-S-S-Y isn't swollen the next day, did you even fuck yeah. me? Did what you even to fuck that me? Tweet? Oh, no, we, yeah, I mean, yeah. I applaud yeah. it. I mean, for real, though. I mean, it's gotta, you got to be, yeah, okay. If you're going to fuck me, like, fuck me. You know what? I always tell everyone on set, like, I don't fuck guys off camera. So if you get this moment, you better, you better fucking shine. <laughs> yeah. My pussy better be fucking swollen by the end. Boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tighten up, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'll slap the fire out of a boy's outfit. He's not fucking me right on camera. <laughs> I know what the fans want to see, and yeah, they want to see my pussy fucking gaped out and swollen by mm, the end. So I'm gonna give it to them. 100, 100, I mean, 100. Yeah. I mean, you've been around a, a few years now. Um, mm. Have any performers found their way on your no checklist? Yeah, there's a few. Uh, you don't have to say their name, but mm-hmm. can you tell us why they are on your no checklist? Oh yeah, because they're just rude people. Like the uh. way that they treat talent. 
And for me, like, I work as a PA for some major companies, uh-huh. too. And a lot of people don't realize that you have to treat people, like, everyone with respect. Because you never know who the fuck is there. Who's playing PA today, but who's going to direct your scene tomorrow? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of people are just, mm. like, either cunty or just, like, really catty about shit. And for me, I only have, like, a couple guys on my no list. And one of the major ones, straight up blacklisted. I'm really confused as uh-huh. to why the fuck fuck he's still in the industry mm, i'll mm. say his name out loud because he can come catch okay. his hands i don't give a fuck filthy fucking rich he can suck uh, my dick oh he's got <laughs> called out uh so many times it's so, it's so nobody likes him bro it, i'm so confused I, i'm glad you brought that up because now that you're seeing uh who was the other guy that just got called out recently heaven was it pov or oh, something yeah, like that heaven POV. okay so now yet yeah, he obtained so much popularity mm-hmm. throughout this time. Why did it take for now for his questions to start, uh, well, his character to start being questioned? Well, first of all, he bought that OnlyFans account. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So he bought that followers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you already mm-hmm. have that following count, and then these models fucking see, and they're trying to do OnlyFans, they look at that, you yeah. know? Yep, yep. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about particularly the female performers calling out guys now? Because this is not something that took place a few years ago. I... I love it and I hate it too because my problem is, so here's the issue, is that I love it when they call people out for being genuinely a fucking asshole, like genuinely an R-word, genuinely like the worst human being ever. And they have like reason to, but I hate when people do the calling out and then they're calling out over nothing or they're just trying to stir the pot and just throw names in there Uh for no reason. And I'm like, wait, so it's like, it's a... Give and take Uh with that because with every, like, when somebody's going to get called out and you have a a fucking list of names and somebody is grumpy at somebody else and they want to throw their name in that batch just because they're mad at them. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think Mm. that's kind of bullshit, too. Yeah, because now you're messing it up for the ones that really went through a traumatic Mm -hmm. incident. Right, Right? so that's that's my issue right there. Like, one of my good friends, Javon Jordan, shout out to him. Oh, wow. He's my bestie. I'm bringing his name up. I love that man. He was actually the first male performer I've ever interviewed. Oh, yeah? This was back during the COVID pandemic. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, It is. It, it didn't end well, but oh, I'm thinking no. about bringing him back on because at the time he was blackballed yeah. in the industry, and I didn't know that, and I was pretty much a virgin to interviewing. Oh, I didn't, man. I didn't plan yeah. on interviewing adult performers mm-hmm. at, at at a high level. So when I came in, I was asking him questions, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that he didn't want to touch on certain things yeah. because he was just getting back. But I learned that, mm-hmm. so I feel like it was just uh, we were in a different place at, mm-hmm. our, at our at that time, mm-hmm. and and I definitely want to bring him back on. Yeah. So maybe I'll reach out to him. In you the should because he's yeah. a great guy. Like, no, he was cool. He was solid. Yeah. We, we never got to release the interview. I've known him for so, years now. Oh, wow. Like he's and one I'm, of my good friends. Like we FaceTime randomly. Yeah, and no, I mean, talk about life. But he, he's he one of those up, great people. I, and I saw him on the list, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing on that <laughs> list?" And he was just like, "Bro, that girl was just mad at me." I don't know why the fuck I'm on that list. And I was like, mm. what? And so I talked to him more and I talked to like everyone that was involved in that. And they were like, yeah, we don't know why the fuck he's on here. Like that girl is just, you know, so I was like, oh, yeah. So well, that could maybe you issue. can tell him about yeah. his conversation. We no, had I will. And then that, that is all love. And, Javon, and, uh, watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's all good. Um, it, it was so funny because on your Twitter, I saw that and I didn't want to bring it up. But you, oh, now yeah. you, something new we yeah. added. And I was actually going to say his name to you. And mm-hmm. now you already started speaking yeah. on it. But I saw when he was. Yeah. He's a, a big man. Oh, he's and you're I, so small. I suck his dick standing up, bro. Like it's <laughs> it's right in my fucking face. When it's hard, it's right there. 
You're not the only one that said that. Uh, Maddie Collins said yeah, that to me Maddie. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. That yeah, and it looks great for camera. Yeah, no, it. Did looks you do the same thing with Dread? It's great. Yeah, Dread too. Dread's a big man. Yeah, Dread was right there too. <laughs> it was funny when I worked with Dread, Jules Jordan. He was like, "All right, so do you need lube? Do you need anything?" And I just spit on his dick, and I was like. I'll just sit down on it because I'm able to control my pussy and relax it. You don't do anal, though, do you? No, I don't oh, do okay, anal because okay. that's too much being like, for me personally, mm -hmm. not, no shade to anyone that does anal. It's right, everyone's right. preference. But for me being a full-on dom, like that makes me feel too much of a bitch. Uh, I tried it one time. Just get it. Mm, don't knock it till you try mm. it. I tried it and I've never felt more of a fucking bitch in my life. Mm. And I instantly was like, I don't like this. Like it did nothing for me. So, mm. Yeah, mm. but I love all of them. They're all fucking fantastic people <laughs> and great people. But circling back to the slaves, I only, they pay me monthly um, fees okay. just to be my slaves. Uh. And then on top of that, whenever we see each other, go out on dates, then oh, they pay the me hustle. for what, those too. You, you, you go on dates. What what does what your dates consist of? Is it normal um, dates? Yeah, they're normal. They're non-sexual. Like we go out and they take me out shopping. Hmm. Uh, they hand me their fucking card and they just follow me around and hold my bags. And we talk about it. you just buy what you want? Yeah, I do. Whatever. Most of the time I donate a lot. Like I donate <sighs> a lot, a lot. So the, These are guys that you say well off in life. Okay. All right, yeah, they're stupid wealthy uh. people, like multimillionaires. Yeah. And so I take advantage of that because I grew up of super course. poor and everything. And now that I don't really need the help, I'm just like, well, why not use them? So like during holiday season, I don't accept any money for myself. I donate everything that I make, like from Thanksgiving time, like November all the way through January, oh, I donate everything that I make. And I have my slaves and submissives, like they go on Amazon and they send toys for toys for tots and so much so. So you're opening me up right now. So when you yeah. are buying stuff for yourself, what are you buying when they give you that card and say, go, go. For myself, it? I usually just go out and I'll buy like, I don't know, like if I need a new pair of shoes then I'll go buy shoes oh. or if I need some things for my sets and I'll go get that or camera equipment, stuff so like that. Invest back into yeah, your, I'm not your a stuff. big shopper to you. be honest. Like I wear just jeans, t-shirt and a fucking hat 90% mm. of the time. Like mm. I like to be incognito, plain Jane. I don't care about flashy shit. Cause for me, I'm like, why the fuck would I go out and wear something that has a name brand across my fucking chest and be a walking billboard for them but yet again i'm paying for them like how yeah. make that make sense right. like i don't get it so most of the wealthiest people that i know they don't wear name brand right right well they wear name brand but it's not showing right right it's not visible like you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so it's very low key and there's a method to that right yeah there mm. is mm. Mm. have you been recognized have you gotten recognized in oh, the public so many times. oh wow that's why for i have to get security yeah you have to get security that's why i have security when you yeah. go to certain things mm -hmm. When wow. I go out to events or I go out to any clubs or anything, I make sure that we call ahead to the club. I know all the club owners of any club that I usually go to. Like if I go down here in South Beach, then I'll go to like Space. Okay. And then if I go or um, if I go to, usually if I'm clubbing, I'm in Orlando. Right. And I know all the club owners there. I know everyone there. So usually I text them ahead of time. I'm like, hey, I'm coming in. I'm bringing X amount of security with me be ready for this time and then they bring me in through the back door and then I have my own section set up and everything ready ready to go but I never go anywhere alone usually do you do you it's come there the as Freya Von Doom okay mm -hmm. so that's yeah. where that's how they know yeah okay. well they know me like as Freya Von Doom and then right. they get to know me more as like a person okay. and then we become actual friends and but you're there as the performer like you're hosting mm -hmm. the event um no most of the time I just go and I just just like to show face and um, my main thing is when I go out to clubs I'll get like sections I'll get like three or four tables in a row just for myself and like my three four security guys that I have and if I see somebody like really fucked up in the crowd like you can tell when somebody is like lit off their ass like they need a place to sit you can't fucking breathe I bring people into my section I like I'll take care of them 
kind of thing and make sure that they have water. If I see a girl getting harassed or a guy getting harassed, I'll be like, hey, here's a safe space to get into. And the club owners really like that because that brings a better name to their, com- to their clubs too. So it's like a win situation. Um, a, a viewer of the show, shout out to D Spin Twelve, asked if Clear Gatorade is still the go-to to enha- enhance blowjob scenes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Gator- <laughs> what? I don't know where he got that information. Clear from. Gatorade. Clear Gatorade. At that. Um, I've never heard of Clear Gatorade. So maybe he's thinking, is that like a talent? No, he's not a talent. He's a viewer. He's a consumer yeah. of adult films, but. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, I just thought it was funny because I, I wanted to ask you: Is clear Gatorade is there, is there a reason for that? I don't know who oh. the fuck that is. Because I'm thinking if you're spitting clear Gatorade, okay, so it looks like maybe oh, you're thinking you that's the like, liquid, I like that's the spit making the thing a spit, but it's actually oh, Gatorade. No, oh, talk to me, please. I, oh God, no, I I totally misunderstood. Okay. Yeah, no, for when it comes to um like blowjob scenes, you literally have your own spit, your own saliva, oh. all that stuff. So there's no clear Gatorade going on. I've never okay. had clear Gatorade. <laughs> Plus the Gatorade would fuck up your pH if it went inside you, so that would be bad. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The only fake thing that I've ever seen used on set is um for the major cum shots. I'm going to give you a little BTS okay. secret here, all right. Um, which I, I love telling people about this. I don't give the money talk. shots, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But like the bigger shots that's like covering your fucking body and you're like, how the fuck is that bitch covered like that? Like, how does that guy have so much cum in him? There's a guy behind him with a fucking bicycle pump with fucking pina colada mix in it and he's like... The guy's holding it up to his dick. And that's why the girls are like... Wait, wait, wait. Where is it shooting from? From his dick, so he holds up the two from the middle of his fucking ass cheeks and puts it up through his penis and holds it there. And, and then the other guy's right behind him like, hey, baby, I'm pumping it out. So where's the other guy's face as he's pumping it? Literally right, right up, behind his ass? Yeah, right behind wow. him. Like, shout out to the yeah. Shout out to the cameraman. That's, shout out to that's you a hell guys. of a sacrifice. Yeah, hell yeah. It's not on every set. I've only seen <laughs> no, it happen I get it, on a couple sets. But I didn't know that, and I appreciate yeah. you sharing that because I've interviewed X, Y, and Z, yeah. and that's never been informed to me. So um, I love telling people yeah, that because they're always like, what? Because you have to know that some of these, you look at it and you're like, there's no fucking way that you just had that just much that of load. that big of a fucking. Where you've been in prison the last thirty years? Like the girl, the last thirty years, yeah, pent up. You've been taking it, not giving it, and you're just sitting there like, oh damn. <laughs> I gotta release this shit. So yeah, that's that's the only major major one that I've seen. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. He also asks D Spin. Also asks, uh, how many scenes a day do you film? Do I? I, film? I would see the most. How many? How many have you shot in a day? Have I shot max in a day? I've shot yeah. three in a day. Mm. Um, All actually, boy girl scenes or that's a lie. I've shot four in a day. Mm. I just forgot. All boy girl. Um. One was a boy girl girl. One was a boy girl. One was a boy boy girl girl, and the other one was also a boy boy girl girl. Mm. That was all in one day, and I was for private society. Oh, I think okay. in um, twenty seventeen, something like that. That I did that, but usually I try to keep it to one scene a day, just because I like my pussy to be good for the next person. Right, Yet again, right. I'm taking massive dick. So yeah, I talk a lot yeah. about with performers about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just your health. Vacation for the yeah. vagina. Oh, yeah, yeah for have, sure. I'm very serious about that. Yeah, like, of course. I talk. Very, very serious <laughs> about that. I take care of that bitch. And I take months off of work sometimes. I'm that like, gaping video was incredible. Yeah. Like, that was just new yeah. to me. <laughs> 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 Doom joining us on the Boozy Show. Mm-hmm. Um, advice for those contemplating on joining the adult film industry. What do, do you, you say to them? Do your research. That's what um, I hear every A thousand time. percent do your research. Um, reach out to talent. Reach out to companies. Reach out to agencies. Um, most importantly, know 
and a lot of people don't fucking get this, and I don't understand why the fuck they don't get this. Uh-huh. But if you're gonna do a scene, know that it's out there forever. You're never gonna get it back. Like you can't take that shit back. Whether or not it's a small fetish scene or like right. a full blown point, you're That's not gonna good. get that shit back. Like once it's out there, it's out there. So don't come in here thinking you're gonna dip your toe in it. No, bitch. You better yeah. like dive the fuck in that pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna be a performer, be a performer. Yeah, because I've seen so many people like come in and out, I come in to. and out, and they have so many bad things to say. And I'm like, bro, you didn't do your research. You didn't research this fucking company. You didn't research the talent you were working with. You're working with blacklisted fucking people, right. and you're just blindly diving in because you see dollar signs. And that's another big thing I want to point out. People come in here for the money, and I'm like, yeah, you get good money. But you have to know there's a longevity to everything. So you have to pace yourself and you have to really, really be dedicated to shooting and working really, really, really hard. Like it's not just going to fucking happen. And don't do anything for money. Like people are going to throw like thousands of dollars. Like I got offered 20 grand to do an anal scene and I still said fuck no because Mm. I own my shit. Like I'm like no, no. And a lot of people will be like oh my god what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like I have... Like, for me personally, I have too much, like, love for myself to, like, sell myself for anything that I'm not comfortable with. And if I'm not comfortable doing a scene, I don't care how much money you're going to throw my way, I'm not going to do it. And a lot of these girls, mostly girls, sometimes guys, but mostly girls, we show up on set, and it's not the set that they signed up for, like, Mm. that they showed up. Like, one time I showed up, and it was only supposed to be a boy-girl-girl scene, and it I walked in and I was doing paperwork and I saw all these guys around me and I was like, oh, cool, it's just a crew. Next thing I know, they were trying to do a gangbang scene and they were throwing me like thousands of dollars to do it and I just looked at them and I was like, no, like this is not, I don't care how much you pay me, like I'm going to stand by what I want to do. And a lot of girls that I talked to about that, they're like, but they offered this much, I would fucking do it. And I'm like, but how would you feel afterwards? Mm. Because at the end of the day, they're not going home with you. You have to go home to yourself. So you have to be very comfortable with yourself. You have to fucking own that shit and love yourself and know that whatever you're doing is respectable to yourself. It sounds like uh, catching you, catching performers out of vulnerable states mm-hmm. yeah. and then throwing the money and say, all right, well, go ahead and I'm going to uh-huh. do anal. Mm-hmm. I think that's big because I've interviewed quite a few individuals that mm-hmm. said their first scene was anal and I always, in my head, is, oh, the industry mm-hmm. got you. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Blossom said it best. You know, why would I be in a rush to do anal when Tiana Trump and Sarah J and all these people have well off in their mm-hmm. career and they've never once done it? Why? Yeah. So controlling the narrative. Mm-hmm. It's your body. Yeah. And, and I appreciate and, you elaborating on that. And, and um, A lot of people, like a lot of the talent that I talk to, yet again, the first scenes are fucking anal. And I'm like, bro, why? Why'd you do it? And they're like, well, they offered me this amount. And I was like, did you know longer down the road? Now you're known as an anal girl. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you're going to be doing anal at that price. Mm-hmm. And if you waited until longer down the road when you already went through the runnings of like all the dicks that you can have, all the pussy you can have, and you're like, hmm. Let me try something fucking new. Surprise, right, bitch. Right, right, right. Anal. Then you could have got <laughs> 10 times more for that shit. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, what are you? And half the time when they talk to me, they don't feel good about it. And I'm like, I'll hug you. But I also told you so. Like, yeah. bro, do what feels right to you. Because yet again, you're going home alone to yourself. And that's how a lot of people end up doing drugs and getting in their mindset. Because they do a lot of things that they don't necessarily want to do. But they're doing it for the financial aspect. And that's that's the wrong way to go about anything mm. in, in life, period. Uh, um, if you could spend the day as another human being, who would that be and why? I would probably be, hmm, I would probably be, let's see, either Cher or Bette Midler. <laughs> I would probably be Cher, to be honest, yeah. just because, like, she's such a bad bitch, and I want to 
talk like her for a day. Right, right, right. I don't know. I can't do her fucking voice, but I want I want to be able to sing like her for a day. Do you believe in life after yeah, love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that'd be fucking dope. And I would love to have all these freaking gay people high five me just for With existing. With that song playing? Yeah, bro. Like I would love to go out to a club and bring my tall ass up there and just be like, yeah, vibe with everyone and be a gay icon, like. Hell yeah, bitch. She loves her shit. She speaks her fucking mind. If you watched any of her interviews, she's one of those people. Like She oh, doesn't, yeah. she doesn't uh, give a fuck. She's going to say it like how it fucking is. So. She was, uh, when Tina Turner passed, uh, mm-hmm. they were real close. And I heard, yeah. that was the last time I heard her speak. And she's still, mm-hmm. she's still there. Let me ask you this real quick because mm-hmm. it just paid in my head. Even though you are a full lesbian, mm-hmm. what do you say to somebody that says, well, how are you a lesbian? You're still sleeping with men. What, how do you, what's your response to that? Just well, something I just My thing is, like, I get that a lot. Okay. And the thing that I, Actually, talked to this professor over at Miami. Uh, he's a professor at the okay. Miami College University of Miami. Yeah, okay, I'm not gotcha. gonna say his no, name. No, you don't anything, have to. But, um, he actually he really got it, and the reason was because I always tell people I'm very very attracted to girls. So when I'm doing a scene with a girl in it, I get distracted. Like I, that's mm. my weakness. Like I literally I get yelled at because I'm staring like in the pussy. I get right, right. so distracted. But when I work with guys, I'm able to know my lines. I know my positions. And for me, it's business. not intimate. Mm-hmm. Like it's strictly recreational business Business. and like i just slap some lube on it i go finger fuck myself for a minute and i'm good to go and in my mind like even the guys that i work with like when you talk to peter he's gonna say the same exact thing like he thinks that i'm freaking straight as hell and i'm like bro i've known you for years and every single time i'm like i'm gay as hell i just know how to fucking i know what the fans want to see and i know when i'm fucking somebody if i'm gonna fuck a guy i'm gonna fuck him like a fucking professional and Mm. show it off Mm. so for me it's not intimate it's like you have to be able to differentiate between intimacy and the emotional bullshit you don't want to have that and i don't have that usually when i'm fucking guys even with javon i was like what are we having for dinner later like are we doing ribs or steak today and he was like i don't fucking know are you buying dinner yeah i'm slutting you out so yeah i'll buy you dinner <laughs> to me it seems so, like it's a psychological battle that really you, you, yeah. you that's where you get your mm-hmm. your high off yeah your thrill. a yeah, lot of people don't it. realize that that like what we do is literally just sex like i don't feel anything with my co-workers i literally go in i do my fucking job and i leave like when you go in you clock in you clock out so i mean i don't know what you want from me i'm not about to fall in love with every fucker i have sex with that would be terrible (laughs) the worst life ever could you imagine i'd be a hot fucking mess so we implemented something new to the show. Mm-hmm. It's name drop, name drop, name drop, name drop. And I'll state three names, two from the adult film industry and one known figure in society. Okay. You will say the first thing that comes to your mind about mm-hmm. them once I say their name. Of mm-hmm. course, you always have the option to say pass if it's someone you choose not to speak on. Okay. Okay. Since you brought his name up already, and this was somebody, Mr. Mm-hmm. Javon Jordan, um, What's the first thing that comes to your thought? Teddy bear. Teddy bear. Wow. He's a fucking teddy bear. Even though he's a giant. Oh, he's a giant, but he's a Mm. teddy bear. He's the Mm. kindest motherfucker I know. Mm. And that's why we've been friends for so fucking long. Mm. Because he's genuinely a good guy. Like, when you meet him, like, for example, even animals fucking know. Like, one of my friends, Tom, shout out to Tom over at Fetish Factory. Uh But, um, he freaking, um, his dog barks at everyone, especially guys, when they come in. And Javon, he walks in, the dog works on my little and then looks up at him and he just wants to be carried and i'm like what the hell like even with animals like he's so gentle he has like that aura uh-huh. about him and he's like so calm and like very mindful about his surroundings and he actually hugs you like a teddy bear and everything uh-huh. and he's like he's a gentle fucking giant okay. like he so that's the wait, first if, thing comes if you look at him he looks like a bad axe right, he never right, smiles he right, sits right, back right, and he's right, like right. 
stares you down. But <laughs> but when you actually get him to talk, he's like a little jokester. He's super sweet and honestly the sweetest guy that I know in this fucking okay. industry. Yeah. And he looks like the scariest motherfucker. But yeah. <laughs> Especially standing next to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chloe Capri. Chloe Capri is a wild bitch and I love her. Okay. I haven't <laughs> met her yet, so hopefully we can get her on the show. Okay. So I wild bitch. Wild bitch. That's yeah, your first thought. Yeah. When I first <laughs> met her, she walked in there um, to hair and makeup in her PJs with her freaking piercings all over the place and she was just vibing and she was just like what's up like very hyped and we were talking about like sex positions and everything she was so like into it and I was like hell yeah this is gonna be a great fucking day let's go Florida Governor Ron DeSantis fuck that guy (laughs) (laughs) you know you're from up there where he's beefing with Disney right yeah so why do you why do you why it is F him is the first thing that comes to my thing is so I I was at Pulse like I I was at Pulse. Oh, when you that mean the shooting back yeah, a few years when ago. When that okay, happened. Gotcha, and um gotcha. the whole homophobia thing and then when being living. Oh, you there, were at Pulse yeah. the night it occurred? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And so uh having somebody promote that much hate and then living in Orlando, I see KKK everywhere now. Mm. Like the the worst part is like if you peacefully protest and you're just like equality or something, you get taken to jail. But yet again, these KKK literally KKK. When you say you see KKK, what do you can you? They literally have like you can Google the shit. They literally have signs that say "fuck gays, kill gays, fuck blacks," like right, things right, like right, that, right. out on the fucking freeway, holding them up in Orlando. Yeah, with the KKK, like the wow, Nazi wow, sign and everything. Wow. The police are police aren't doing shit, uh, and like they're just that's they're, considered freedom of speech. Yeah, but yet again, if I, when I marched for the Black Lives right, Matter, right, right. we were literally getting thrown like those uh, pepper sprayed and getting all yeah, that. Yeah. But yet again, they can literally be out there spreading hate towards everyone you know sounds like you like, belong in california because they they're a little more liberal. i was like what the fuck <laughs> i'm just like bro you're in, I, south, you're in the you're in, yeah you know you're in the south right? i know mm-hmm. but i'm just like bro you can't have that much hate towards people especially in this time like nah, yeah, i agree you know I agree. when somebody is so hardcore and like open about that because they like has things they had kkk people they're holding ron DeSantis signs with kkk and he hasn't spoken out about it or anything. He literally lets it fucking happen. And you have to sit back and be like, hmm, mm. who the fuck are you? <laughs> Sorry. And then usually in my mind, people that are so homophobic, I found, are usually the gayest motherfuckers of all, too. So that's another thing that I'm like, huh, yeah. what yeah. is going mm. on with you internally that you feel that much hatred towards this group that literally isn't doing anything for you because... In Orlando, I read like a few years ago that they had the most, one of the top five uh, cities in the country that had the most LGBTQ families per capita there. So I'm very confused as to why there's so many gays there, but yet again, so much like open hate there too. So for me, it's very scary being a gay person living out there. Like I don't go out to gay clubs anymore because it's really scary. Last time that I went to there, I heard a lot of death threats because I know the owners and they were telling me every single night the Orlando clubs are getting um, death threats about getting shot up every single day multiple times. They're getting told this and that and literally getting harassed every single day. So it's getting really, really, really scary there. Like really scary and it's not fun at all. So that's why I don't like the Santis because why... Are you going to have such a big platform and such a big voice? And all you're going to do is promote hate instead of actually doing good for Uh, your uh, people. uh, uh, Like what? I don't understand that. I don't want to get too deep into politics, but I think he's trying to take 
trying to do the Trump 2.0, like the yeah. remix. And mm-hmm. oh, he did that. I'm going to go above and beyond yeah. that and do some outrageous things. So I think it's a little he bit. He just of needs to be fucked in the ass, bro. Okay, like he just, right. he just needs me okay, to. Okay, okay, okay. Ron DeSantis, <laughs> just hit me up. I'll okay. come over. Don't okay. worry about it, boy. All right. <laughs> I'll throw fuck you like you need to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to start Moment of Truth. Moment of Truth okay. is when I state things, if it's true. What I state, you say true. If it's mm-hmm. false, you can say false. And why is it false? You can okay. elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. If you choose not to answer, you can say pass. Okay? okay. All right. You've shot a scene and wish you had would have canceled it um, after it finished. Yeah, I have. Why? Um, because the talent that I was working with was extremely unprofessional, mm. and it was with Filthy Rich. And oh. me. What, what, being, what was it? What, what What did he do? So it was a scene that he was directing with me, and um, it was really just me and him on set because he didn't need camera lighting. It was a very okay. short scene. Okay. And also, he's blacklisted from Team Skate. Too. Okay. Okay. Um, right. So, yay! I love you guys. <laughs> but um, shout out Team. But while we were shooting, uh, we went into the second position, and I thought the cameras were still rolling because he just moved the cameras, and uh-huh. he got in position, and so he was talking to me lines, and so we were like. We started fucking, and I thought we were doing the actual scene, you mm-hmm. know? And then he stops midway, and he and I'm going crazy because I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, daddy. You know what I mean? You're like, the whole, you're, you're, the whole spiel because okay, we're, we're acting. Right. And he stops, and he's like, yeah, I knew you weren't gay. And he goes, and he turns on the camera, and he was just like, now we can, now <gasps> we can record. And I looked at him, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, wow. are you serious right now? Like... That just made me feel so... Yeah, why did that matter? That's so unprofessional. That made me feel so uncomfortable That's, because that yeah. was against, like, I would have never agreed to do that, ever. Yeah. And so that's literally, like, assault in a way because it's just, like, you went and you did a thing while thinking, well, I'm thinking that we're literally filming the scene. So I'm full in acting mode while you're fucking me and then you pull off and you go and you turn mm. on the camera and I'm just mm. like... Mm. What kind of shady mm. shit is that? You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's mm. fucked up. So after that scene, I was just like, I wish I didn't do that scene. Because we finished that scene really fast. Like, we didn't even go through all the positions. I was done. Like, as soon as he went, he was like, he said that to me. And then he turned on the camera. I was just like, you didn't film any of that? Like, what the fuck was the point of that? that and we had like a whole minute. You know what I mean? Were you at his apartment or something? Yeah. Because ah. we, mm. as apartment, Team Skeet used to use it to film out of. Right. Like some, because he has a great location where he has a great view and everything. So that's the one scene that I'm like, I really wish that I didn't ever have to do. And so now, for me personally, he's blacklisted because I hear nothing but bad things about him. And working on set with him he yells at everyone on set he makes girls feel so fucking bad about themselves and even while you're having sex like he's controlling the whole thing and it's a it's his show and it's very uncomfortable and he's just a very aggressive guy that's very mean to everyone so that's the one scene i'm like i wish i could have like not did that so that's true Um, most men couldn't handle relations with an adult performer um well i guess i should say women too yeah, it could go both ways, but yeah. it really depends on your comfortability. It depends on your communication and how much you trust your partner. And that, um, for me, for example, when I date people, because I have had girlfriends and everything, but when I date them, um, I'm very transparent with them. I tell them, hey, I have this scene coming up. Do you, is this okay with you? Like, I, I tell them wh- what my scenes are, and I'm like, are you comfortable with me doing this scene? Like, we talk about it. And then I go and I do my scene and I text them. I'm at the set. Like, and I'm, when I'm leaving, like, you have to have that trust that your partner is not going to mm. fuck them off camera. Your mm. partner is not going to do some shady shit. And you have to have that trust. And it's really about communication 
and building that trust with your partner. And some people can't handle it. Some people feel a type of way about it, which is fine. But for me personally, none of my relationships I've ever ended over it just because I've had that communication with them and I FaceTime them even after the set, like when I'm done with uh, doing it, I'm done doing the uh, exit interview and everything. I tell them like, this is what I'm doing. I even leave my location on. Like, I don't care. I'm very open about it with them. Like, even when I'm with a partner, they have my passcode. Like, I'm like, here, you. if you're feeling a type of way about yourself, this is really important. I always tell people like, be very like an open book with your partner. Like with my exes, when they were feeling a type of way, I was like, why are you feeling that? Oh, because you're texting them too much about this scene. And I'm like, okay, well, here's my phone. You can feel you can text them if you if you want to like I'm going to tell you like you can text. I don't care. You know, I'm very open and you have to have that openness with your partner and and that gains trust because I mean, it's really hard to date somebody in this industry knowing that they're being intimate with somebody. But once you're able to break that barrier, it's not real intimacy in that sense like not emotionally then yeah and yet again i'm an open fucking book like anytime that my (laughs) girlfriends were upset about something i was like here's my fucking phone go through it you want to talk about it if you feel uncomfortable with me talking to this talent then you can talk to them for me i don't care like you can text them i don't i i don't care you prefer a penis with a hoodie over it i i don't Give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, neither true or false. That's, yeah. That's, okay. Uh, oh, so it's false then. You don't yeah, prefer. Yeah. Vacations for the vagina are mandatory when you're a female performer. Yeah. You did say you that. have okay. to take care so of that true. fucking pussy. I hear so many girls they shoot back to back to back every single day for a goddamn week, and I look at them and I'm like, you have to take breaks. You have to do that stuff for yourself because you're going to tear your pussy up. You're going to throw off your pH balances. You're going to break your walls. Like you can really damage yourself in this industry if you're doing too much sex especially with these larger penises because it's really damaging to you so always take your breaks and be mindful of your body and don't be scared to say no to a shoot because just be like hey can we move this to this date can we do this can we do that like there's always ways around overworking yourself and that goes for men too because a lot of guys like it's hard for them to yeah i've heard about do that them scarring the penis so many times like yeah that. so i always tell everyone like Know your limits. Don't ever try to overdo it for money or anything. Just do whatever feels right because the work is always going to be there. It's never going to fucking disappear. You know? You became a swallower after joining the adult film industry. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I always, <laughs> well, they pay me a fuck ton of money to swallow. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. If they tell me, hey, you're going to hey swallow this, and I'm like, all right, hey, pay this. And then they're either like, oh, all right, yeah, I can throw that on. Or, oh. All right, so okay. We're gonna throw some fake comment on her. So that's kind of true. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, you're a better performer after a couple of glasses of wine has entered your body. I think uh, I'm the same bitch. Same. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's false. You've bitch, had yeah. a, you've had a talent ignore your double tap. Um. Yeah, but that was back in the day when <clears throat> Bruno and all of them oh. were in the industry, and it was the dark side of porn. When it was the Wild West. So you just tap and they ignored it or you pinch and they still ignore it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the whole nine yards. That's so why don't you just get up and move? Because you can't. Like, um, oh. when you're in certain predicaments or positions, me being so small, I can't get them off gotcha. of me. Gotcha. And gotcha. the directors just wow. tell you to keep. But that was wow. back in the right, day you. when, I you know, you. it was more fucked up back then. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that I did. And that's also why I took my three-year hiatus is because I had a scene that was so bad that I literally was like, I can't. I need to go. Is that scene out? 
Uh, yeah, it's been out for a long time. What? Because the reason I'm asking you that because mm-hmm. uh, we used the clip that Jenna Fox used said in Chicago where she said she was basically raped on set. Mm-hmm. The guy was too large for her, and it was a rough scene she signed mm-hmm. up for, and she wanted to quit, but she wanted to make sure everybody left with a check. And yeah. obviously, an abundance of comments. What mm-hmm. scene is this? What scene yeah. is this? Because I didn't bother because it was mm-hmm. you know when you throwing yeah. the R word around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what scene is that? I want to pull it up after I'm. You know, I'm not going to yeah. say that to her, but that's what the audience <clears> wants <throat> now. They want to yeah. know, so that's why I asked you if you wanted to say what scene it was. So they can see well, if, if you wanted to. I don't know the title of it, but um, excuse me. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm talking a fucking lot. Yeah. But um, I uh, I did a scene. I'm not really gonna throw the director under the bus because me and him we don't work That's together. Fine. But what's the all. scene? The name but, of the um, scene? I don't know the okay, name of what it. What type but, of scene? Uh, they pick me up in a van and then they do pretty much rape play like. Well, I know the the only van I think of is Bane. That, uh, that, 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 yeah, not that bus. I'm okay, talking like you. way oh, back okay, in the day. You. They had like this. Who was it seen with then? How about that? It was with uh, that rodeo guy, John Rodeo, Jay okay. Rodeo, whatever okay. the fuck. He had right, a massive dick. And uh, in uh, my mind, for that scene, we were only going to do the pickup, and I was going to go in the van and do the whole van, like, you know, consensual, not consensual thing, and then take off. But after that scene, we went and we got food. And then I thought we were driving back to, like, home base, you know? And we ended up pulling up to this warehouse where it was a big red room and all these cameras on live feed and yeah, put two and two together and gotcha. yeah. So that was uh, my last scene I did before I took a break. When it's time for the money shot to the face, you get nervous that it's going to land in your eye. I do because I don't That's like true. it landing in my okay. fucking eye. It burns. <laughs> gotcha, yeah, it burns like a that. motherfucker. I'm like, is. bro, if I can aim where I piss at, you can aim where you piss at too. Gotcha. Like, bro. Well, I don't know. When it comes kind of coming out, it's... <laughs> That's why I Can always I ask them, like, are you? <laughs> I always ask the guys, like, are you? <laughs> are you a dripper or are you a sprayer? Gotcha, like, gotcha. I always ask them because I'm like, all right, how far? Like, where do I need to be? What am I gonna do? <laughs> okay. I aim my shit. So. All right, we we go wrap. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, burning in the eye, have you gotten burned as a performer? Like in the You've eye? gotten burned as a performer. Yeah, in the okay, eye. Okay, so yeah. that's true. No, no, burn meaning a STD, chlamydia, things like that. Those things have been said to me. That oh, I had it. Admitted, I had it one time. Okay, I had a chlamydia usually. one time, but it was when the whole big blow up thing happened. Gotcha. And I gotcha. did like uh, four scenes the entire week where it was all foursome scenes, and so of course, like when you have a big STD like that going around, you're sh- you're shooting with like where's like four, four, sixteen people in a week. Gotcha. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. But that, that only happened to me one time. Bless. Gotcha. I'm very surprised that it only happened to me once because I've been in this for so fucking long. I was like, whoa, this is, this is my first time? All right, cool. I mean, <laughs> hope it's my last, but yeah, that was, that was a while ago. Freya Von Doom joining us on the Boozy Show. The floor is yours. The camera is yours. Can you let the people know something rare about you and what they can look forward to? coming from you something rare about me yep, is that talk to that camera right there hi motherfuckers <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i love you guys right. something rare about me is that i'm a huge comic book nerd okay i like to write them i like i can't draw for shit but i'll draw a fucking stick figure it'll be awesome um i also love another thing rare about me is i'm really into writing so screenwriting editing all of that fun stuff i'm a huge fucking nerd i love learning I love intellectual conversations. Don't fucking talk to me off camera unless you can't hold a conversation mm, with me. We can applaud that. <laughs> I get mad, and I will literally walk away mid-sentence. Mm. Like, yeah. Mm. Um, and another rare thing is, like, I'm really into giving back to my community. Like, I volunteer a fucking lot, and yet again, I donate a fucking lot, especially during holiday season. I make everyone donate, and any gift that you're going to send me, I make you donate to causes and everything, and 
I'm very into like giving back to my community and I always tell other porn stars if you're able to help people then fucking do it you know I mean wh why the fuck not like why sit on this when you can literally be saving somebody's life be helping somebody be saving a child's life or I, I, I literally I promote donating and giving to people and just being a good fucking person and if you're not a good fucking person I hope I never see you Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I have to plug in Team Ski. Yeah. I love you guys. Shout out to Team Ski one more time. Um, the best company in the whole world. Uh, I will work with them until that. I die. Okay. I love them so much. Right. Shout out to Lily, Gabby, Jose, okay. Alex. I love you all. And Sadiq, you motherfucker, I love you. Freya Von Doom joining us on the Boozy Show. We appreciate you mm -hmm. flying your four foot nine self from Orlando down Thank here you. to Thank us. You. It is truly appreciated. You are great. Um, very informative, and we want to thank you again um, oh, for joining us well, on the Bully Show. Me. All right, you sexy beast. Real on Doom is in thank the building. You. We are checking out. Yee, yee. <laughs> wow, yes. I didn't realize you could talk like that. Oh, yeah.